Hello, everyone, and welcome to More Than Macros Radio. I'm your host, Coach B. Let's talk about how I can help you figure your shit out when it comes to all the BS and the trends in the nutrition and fitness industry. I am a nutrition coach that understands the hurdles that women face every day, as I too am a wife and a mother, which is why a sustainable lifestyle can't just consist of tracking your macros. Join me each week as I, or sometimes we, talk about everything from health, wellness, nutrition, mindset, body, and fitness. The goal of this podcast is to have you think more about your habits and behaviors, your relationship with food, and for you to get really curious about where you are right now and where you want to be. If you've been struggling with your health and wellness and achieving your goals, you cannot afford to miss out on this podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, Coach B here. Welcome back. This is part three of the three-part series where we talk about the holidays and how to approach the season when it comes to your nutrition, fitness, and especially your mindset. In part three, we share some incredibly helpful tools to use during this holiday season. For example, like the if-then planning, and we share some tips about what you can do when traveling. Um, I'd like to take this opportunity to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone listening. And uh, yeah, let's dive into today's episode. So when we're talking about, you know, the reflection and what, you know, what that looks like for you, if you can pinpoint one or two things that you feel like needs changing, that's all you need to do. You don't want to revamp everything because like Karen just said, there's a few things that you need to ask yourself because those truths, they have to, I think they have to stand out and you have to get curious as to why you may not think they're truths and vice versa. Right. But also to know that, and we're going to be having a podcast on this, that the holidays are over and January and specific dates that you set for yourself to get back on track or whatever that looks like your fresh start they are really important. So while you look at, you know, planning in advance, um, you know, what you want your experience to be like, it's important to, it's, it's kind of like the exit strategy from the holidays. Like, what do you want that to look like? So when do you plan on starting to get back into your regular routine? And remember now your regular routine is pre 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 Christmas. So I think again, going back to like your experience and understanding the different phases that involves, right. And then, okay, this is what I want to do post holidays This is my plan. This means hiring a coach going one-on-one. This means joining group coaching. This means like, I'm going to go to the gym. Like we all know that these things happen in January. So it really is understanding what it is that you want and, and dialing in that experience, because here's the thing. If you choose what that experience is going to be post, it's going to be helpful because I know this, if I were to plan on hiring Karen in January or joining um, our new signature group coaching program, the last thing that I want to do is to show up 20 pounds heavier. Yeah. So I want to show up and I want to show up because I want to learn more and I want to do things differently because this is what I learned about my Christmas experience and it happens all the time. So I really think it's important because you should have a plan. You should be hiring somebody to help you along the way. You should be reaching out to your therapist. If you realize that this Christmas experience is such an emotional turmoil thing that I realized that I got family issues. These are the things that you need to have in place. And I think it's really important to be prepared and also be prepared that as much as you are planning, things are not going to go your way and it would be wrong for us not to include this. If this should happen, then that planning is important 
And I think you should have a couple of these scenarios. We talk about this a lot on the podcast, because again, things are never going to be perfect. You can't strive for perfection. Your family might plan to do something and then shit hits the fan and it doesn't happen. Or you were supposed to go to this place for dinner and now it's at a completely different place. And now you're just like, oh my God, if you have these scenarios kind of like somewhat planned in advance, it's like, it's like I'm driving to Seattle and we find out that the road is closed. If I have a map with a different route, I can go. But if I don't have that map, we're stuck. So you have to be able to have these, these, these different options, right? What are your thoughts on that? 100% that if then planning, again, this is something that you can use at any point in your lifetime, in your, in your year. And, you know, the, if this, if this happens, because there are a few scenarios that you can kind of predict at least sort of from a high level kind of um, outlook, right? If this happens, then this is how I'm going to handle it. If we've got a family dinner planned and somebody forgets to turn the oven on to as high as it needs to be on and the turkey doesn't get cooked in time, then I'm going to do this. I'm going to look for- I'm ordering pizza. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's an option, right? And that's okay, right? I'm going to go, I'm going to get, I'm going to order Swiss chalet. So I have something of like- Somebody is going to deliver on Christmas day and I don't care who it is. Right? So like- do the if then planning. Yeah. If this happens, then this is going, this is how I'm going to react to it. Right. Yeah. Um, I think we've checked off a lot of boxes, but one big thing, which I'm betting a lot of people are like asking, what do I do when I'm traveling? So I think yeah, this would be a great way to end this segment. Travel. I think, yeah, I think we do need to wrap in travel because yeah, it's not the easiest, especially during the holiday season. So let me hear it. Okay. So again, if then planning right off the top, right? Whether you're traveling, I mean, if you're traveling by air, if then planning is like essential, right? If my flight gets delayed by six hours, if which my it probably will, gets, <laughs> if my flight gets canceled, then this is how I'm going to handle things. This is going to be my mindset around things. This is going to be my thought process. I'm going to, um, so let me sort of backtrack a little bit. I was recently away for a couple of weeks and in the um, inner circle, and we were doing the group coaching at the time, I did up a little video of how I, how I, how I travel with my food, right? I actually bring all of my breakfasts with me. I weigh them out into little Ziploc bags and I was away for two weeks. Like, so I've done this for weekends and I've done this for two week long trips. Um, I put them in little Ziploc bags. I have enough for every day that I'm gone and a couple extra days, just in case my flights get canceled. <laughs> just like I bring extra medication, just in case my flights get canceled and I have to stay a couple of extra days. And then I put them in a big Ziploc bag. So that's one thing that I have. I have my breakfast. And then once I arrive at my destination, I go and get eggs, egg whites, and fruit to round out my breakfast. Then in another big Ziploc bag, the other thing I pack our snacks. I put little bags of trail mix in there. I put protein bars in there. I put RX bars. I bring along stuff that I know I can have with me. And again, I bring enough for every day and then a couple just in case, right? And I have the stuff 
So I've got a good chunk of my day already planned out around my food. So again, if my flight is delayed for six hours, I know that I have some stuff on my person that I can pull out and I can snack on instead of having to pay exorbitant amounts of money for food in um, an airport. And depending on what airport you're in, you don't actually have very many good choices, right? I mean, a lot of airports have Starbucks and Starbucks has their like little protein boxes and their breakfast sandwiches. And there's some really good choices in there, but again, it can cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, I, that's how I plan my travel. Now for some people that would sound like, like super micromanaging, right? But for me, that works for me, that gives me confidence knowing that I'm going to have a really solid breakfast starting off every day. And then I feel more at ease about how the rest of the day goes. I don't feel like I have to be constantly thinking about my food for the rest of the day. And because I know I've got a great breakfast and I've got snacks to get me through the rest of the day. Do you know, the only difference between you and Quaker is that Quaker weighed your oats in their prepackaged packs. Um, You know what I mean? Like people get so caught up in like, Oh, I can't believe she weighs her food and puts it in a baggie. Well, fucking that's what Quaker does for you. That's why you can buy prepackaged stuff. You can buy it with protein powder too. Now. Like so for me, like those, those little packages I'd have to like for my breakfast, I have the equivalent of like three of those packages. So I just buy the big freaking from Costco and I weigh it out myself. And it makes sense to do that. Right. So again, like these are tools that you can use in an aircraft. You can do it on the road. Like, I mean, it, it really is important to be mindful. And I think that the travel aspect of things are important. Like for myself, I tend to be like, what time are we eating? And when time are we going to get there? And I'll often say to my family, listen, if you don't want to be like super full, I want you to make sure you enjoy food there. Then just grab some snacks and put, bring them in the car. And we all do. Corey mm-hmm. grabs a couple of protein bars. I grab some protein bars. We always have something in my vehicle. Um, first and foremost, especially in the winter, because who knows things can happen. But also too, it's just like, if I'm going to, if I know that first and foremost, I don't want to be snacking off the snacking trays, except for what I bring or whatever, and whatever's there that I truly want to have, then I'm going to have a protein bar, which for me is it's enough to then, okay, well, maybe I'll grab a few things off the, you know, some beef, I always bring Wilhock beef jerky. So I'll bring some beef jerky and we'll have some cheese and some veggies, but I have my protein bar. Cause then I know I have at least this much protein, Yeah. but again, like it can look different for everybody, but the bottom line is, is what Karen's point is, is that again, it's part of the planning mechanism and people do travel during the holiday season and they travel every other part of the year too. So it's important to have a game plan. Yeah. And if that means, um, like if you're traveling to like your in-laws, like I know people that go away to like Phoenix or whatever for Christmas, because they just want to be warmer or they're going to Maui, like where you've been. Um, Maybe they are staying with family that have their own condos. Like, yeah, maybe you don't have to pack all your breakfast stuff, but it is important to know that whatever you need in the airports and stuff like that is great to have because yeah, save money and who knows flights can be delayed or canceled, but also too, when you get there, Now it's time to load up. And just because it's mother-in-law's place or your father-in-law or whoever's place doesn't mean you can't go buy the food that you want. hundred percent. Right. Like you don't have to be like going into a condo where all they have is Eggo waffles. Like, no. no. And again, this is where you have to stand up for yourself. Be vocal. Yes. These people are inviting you to their home, but isn't it nice to say, Hey, I'm going to go grab some groceries. Yeah. What would you like? Cause I'm going to bring this and I just, 
I don't want, I don't want to burden you with it. I'm going to buy it myself. So I you're hope that's okay. Us. You're, you're paying for all of our utilities while we're here. Basically you're hosting us. So I'm going to go buy a bunch of groceries. I'm going to buy some stuff that I know that I, you know, works for me. I want, I need, is there anything you want me to add to that grocery list for you? Like, yeah. Right? This was a great conversation. Yeah. I really like this. Like we've been, this is going to be segmented just in case anybody's been listening. I'm sure you, they're at the end of this, but, um, we wanted to really have a really good conversation about this because there's so many different aspects to yeah. the holiday season, but also it kind of overlaps with so many other areas of travel or just commitments to like barbecues and weddings and like everything. Yeah. Right. Hey guys, coach B here. And I'm just going to interrupt you just briefly and tell you about something new and exciting. Well, it's kind of new. Uh, MBF is excited to announce that we are going to be running our brand new signature group coaching program in January called Project Radical Action. It's brand new in the sense that we've taken our signature program called Fall Into Action and Spring Into Action and we've tweaked it a little bit and we've created a brand new name and we're, we're launching it. We originally weren't going to continue with group coaching. We just weren't sure if this is what we want to do, but you know what? The Fall Into Action group in September 2022 really solidified how valuable group coaching is for those who like that group coaching atmosphere, right? So this group coaching program is for women who want to take radical action and radical responsibility. And I know that sounds overwhelming, but it's really not because it's the exact thing that's required to create change in your mind, body, and fitness. Okay. So you want to be the first to know about our signature group coaching program by joining our wait list. And I'll tell you, if you are fed up with not understanding what's really holding you back from achieving your health goals, this is absolutely the group for you. Okay. So don't miss out. Join our wait list. That's project radical action. Take radical action today. And I can't wait to see you in the group. And this it comes really down good. to holding yourself accountable. You know, like, again, I go back to the travel and, and people might look at me and go, oh my God, like that's so much work. And I traveled for two weeks. I was away on an airplane and I took a carry on bag. Like it can be done. It's even easier to do when you are traveling by car, right? Okay. You can even and pack I a cooler of stuff if you wanted to, when you're, when you're traveling by car, right? Like, well, and here's the thing I know, I know that. I used to make sure my kids had snacks. Yeah. I used to think I bring the snacks for the dog, but somehow or another, we, as like the individual forget for mom, ourselves. Yeah. Mom never yeah. freaking plans for herself or she does. Yeah. And it's the same thing that she's planning for the kids. Cause it's just easier. Yeah. But you know, like I remember, especially when I was kind of coming out of my dieting phases, I would be like, okay, I'm still going to just, I used to call it my protein puck. I just would make that instead of having a protein bar, because my brain was still saying, that's too many calories. It's processed, commercially prepared. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I was, and I had, Oh, like I need to have gluten-free cause I, my gut health, like I was so like, it was just bizarre. Right. So I would take the time to make two or three of these things and I'd be stirring up protein powder, but here's the thing. My protein quote unquote puck was the same calories, sometimes more than the protein bars that Corey would pack for himself, but somehow I couldn't have those, Yeah, but I would do that. Right. Because I just like, okay, well, at least I'll do that for myself. And I would just make sure my girls had what they wanted or whatever. But I did that because my brain was still stuck in I can't halves. Now right. it's just like, even when we just recently flew to California, we ended up not having enough protein bars. It was just us three girls. And so 
I packed as many protein bars in my, um, carry on. So like if we, cause we were stuck in the, in, in the airport for a couple hours too. So first and foremost, my kids don't like peanut butter. So like they do, but they don't like just that peanut butter bar. So I had to pack different flavors all of my like carry on. So like, at least we had access to this stuff, but then in my suitcase, I'm like, okay, I had like, what do we need in our hotel room? Because we were in the middle of nowhere. Right. And so I'm just like, I didn't want to Uber everything. Uber Eats is like, yeah, like I skip the dishes here. But I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. I was just like, I want to save some money too. So we packed, you know, like all the types of stuff we would normally have here. I just yeah. put it in a big fucking baggie, put it in my suitcase. Yeah. No one's going to stop you from doing that yeah. unless I'm like taking raw meat. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. but I did that because we were in a hotel. Yeah. Right. So being prepared and then, you know, like it's, it really is. It's to me, I don't know, Karen, like clients that I've worked with in the past and even present they do struggle with that thought around like, but if I take food or if I buy food, it people judge me. And I okay, feel like so this- that's what I was just going to say, Brandy. So like when you were talking about creating your protein puck mm-hmm. and I can't have this other thing, right? People like you have to think about the thoughts that are going through your head. Like, why can't you take your snacks with you? Why can't you like- what are the, what are the things you're saying to your, in your, to yourself in your head? Are you saying, oh no, like I can't be a bother by saying I'm going to go out and buy some of my own groceries or like, I can't do that because that might offend somebody or I can't put my needs above somebody else's needs by bringing my own stuff, right? Like, are those the kinds of thoughts that are going through your head? And are those okay thoughts? Like what's the actual truth to those thoughts? I think one of the biggest uh, negative thought is um, spousal thoughts. Mm-hmm. So like if you're in a relationship with somebody who doesn't really have their health and wellness as the forefront, what they do is often dictated. Right. And so right. it's unfortunate because they're not in a place of change and, and readiness and all that kind of stuff. And so if your husband frowns upon you because you're packing protein bars and he says, well, my mom is going to be making blah, 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 like it makes it difficult. Right. So again, like it kind of goes back to that whole, like self-worth and stuff like that, that confidence level. But at the end of the day, if you're told this on a regular basis, that you don't have to do that, you shouldn't be doing that. It becomes your narrative. It becomes the belief. And so the minute you move out of that, not only is it uncomfortable for the person that's making that judgment call on you, but it's now discomfort. It's uncomfortable for you because you're like trying to face this fear of like their judgment. Yeah. You're trying to create your own new narrative. And at the end, you still have somebody yelling and screaming at you or saying these negative things about it. So I do know, cause I, I, I can think of a couple clients right now where their spouses are why it's hard. Like mm-hmm. even if it were to be like, okay, what do you want to serve at Christmas dinner? They're telling you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I'd like to like, maybe I'm not going to add bacon to the stuffing this year. And they're like, no, we've got to have bacon because it tastes so much better, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, or it has to be in the bird. Maybe right. you, because you, I, I like to do both. I like yeah. to have in the bird, but I also like to have it like a little bit drier and like, just like, just flavorful and in the, in a slow cooker. Plus yeah. I also often need more. And I mean, like if someone says to you, like, no, it has to be this way. And it's your spouse, like you're respectful of their opinion. And you often because of confidence mm-hmm. and self-worth, maybe mm-hmm. um, your limiting beliefs about a lot of things often are like you cower and say, okay, 
And yeah. that was, that's what makes it hard because then the guilt and the shame chase that yeah. because you're choosing to eat the foods that this person has said, because guess, here's the big thing. And I think this is where we can end the segment is that a lot of these pressures that come from other people, it's because again, they're not ready and right. you're making them feel very fucking uncomfortable because they themselves, they would never be uh, strong enough to say, well, or tell their own mother-in-law or mom that so-and-so wants to bring this instead, or she's developed a little bit of an allergy, or maybe like she's trying to change her, her habits and behaviors. And could we just try this differently? Don't serve this. Like let's modify this, or she's going to bring this quite often. That person won't because it's too uncomfortable for them. You're, you're way out of their safety. Yeah. So I just understand, like, we hear you, we mm -hmm. see you mm -hmm. and we know that you. we support you. And I feel like it's okay. Cause I will tell you this, I will give you that power because no one. And to this day, I have the strongest personality in that fucking room. If you dare try to influence me. And I even have this conversation and I'm not a bitch to my husband, but I'm like, I'll be like, what did you just say? Yeah. There's no judgment here. I've been yeah. down this fucking road before. So, but also too, like if he says, well, I want the lasagna with all the cheese and pierogies with all the butter. I'm like, cool. I just yeah. know in my head, I don't need all that shit. And I will do what I have. Like, I, I don't scrape it off, but I'm just like, I'm not eating the pierogies with all the butter, but I'll put butter in there for him. Absolutely. Yeah. I come to a, like an agreement yeah. and that's where we have to be. Right. It's okay. It's okay. And I feel like I know that's part of the struggle. I guarantee you it's part of your yeah. struggle. And if you, if you want to change your, um, health and wellness, because that's important to you, because that's a priority to you, you have every right to do that. Yeah. As long as you're doing it, you know, in a healthy way, right. Yeah. And you're not doing it because you're punishing yourself or whatever, but, um, you know, that's a whole psychology rabbit hole to go down, but it, it is, but it, it's applicable because I think it's applicable to all the situations, right? Like yeah. people yeah. really struggle during this season. They mm -hmm. really do because they just feel like every time they try to develop change, Christmas comes along or something derails it. And it's because there's so many things that, yeah, they start with a fuck up mindset maybe, or, you know, they've got these other things going on, but like you've alluded to, it's often more yeah. than the food. Yes. And yeah. Christmas just rears its ugly head for you. Like it just, mm -hmm. I mean, it's my favorite time of year, but it doesn't have any negative aspects. In fact, yeah. sometimes Christmas can be quite sad because it was the last event that I spent with my mom before she passed away, yeah. but it's also celebrate. Like I celebrate it. It's emotional. It's all these things. And I think for some people, it is really fucking hard. Yeah. It's the it temptations. Works. It's the relationships. It's, mm -hmm. it's family. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't know. I feel like we did, we, we presented a lot of strategies. Yeah. I think that this is going to be a great year for, um, upcoming. We're going to have, we're going to have a, a couple more podcasts before the end of the year. Um, but I think it's going to be a good, uh, well, I know I'm going to have a great holiday and I'm recording this in November Yeah, because I'm planning to take some time off. I'm planning to just spend time with my family. If there's one thing I can leave you with is like, look to that. Like I'm excited to see my brother again. We just saw him at Thanksgiving, but it's so much fun. He makes me laugh and, and my dad, and I just look to that and my great nephews and nieces. I don't even know. Is that what they are when they're your nieces and nephews, kids? 
Are they great nieces and yeah, nephews? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's a cute little thing that I, Thanksgiving, Jackson, my little, my little, uh, my, my niece, Chelsea's little guy, he glued to me and I'm just like, oh, you know, and that's yeah. what it's about. I didn't fucking think about food. I didn't think about the turkey or the smell of the aroma in the house. Like I was just like, he is adorable. And that's, that's what we want for you. Mm-hmm. We want you to remember the experience. I remember Thanksgiving. You know why? Cause I fucking didn't care about the food. Yeah. And remember the experience on your terms, right? Yeah. It's your life. You get to decide. So yeah. remember the experience on your terms, have a plan, look ahead, decide what you want it to be, to look like. And then all of these other strategies that we talked about planning, communication, you know, deciding whether you want to track and all of those things can be part of that experience that you yeah. want to create for yourself. If any of this resonates with you, and if you're still struggling with this, though, it's important that you guys reach out. This is yeah. why we have, this is what we do. We talk about these things. This is part of the one-on-one process, but it's also part of the group coaching process. So, you know, if there's anything that you still struggle with and you, you know, you were listening to this and you're like, damn, like this Christmas season has been hard again. And you still don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. you got to reach out yeah. again. Like that's the next step. You know, if, yeah. if you're really struggling on your own. Okay. Karen, yeah. this has been great. So what I'm going to do, because depending on when this is, is released, I am going to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year. However that looks for you. We yes. really hope that this year has been great to you guys. Um, and yeah, like it's, yeah. And I, we acknowledge that it has been a struggle in a lot of ways for a lot of people. Um, but we look forward to continuing to connect with you right into 2023. So it's easy to sign off on this one. I usually don't have anything to say, but I'm going to say Merry Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. And don't forget to tag me at motivate and be fit and follow or subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. And please don't forget to leave a review on Apple podcasts. This allows the podcast to grow while helping more people figure their shit out. Chat to you next week.